Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff, and of course, I'm joined by Jesse. But today, we have a very, very special guest that I have been so excited to have on. She is the counterculture mum. She is a Hollywood insider exposer of the truth. She's a powerful speaker. She's famed in many, many ways. She's been on so many different TV shows, movies, everything else. But that pales in comparison to the work she's doing now. And her name is Tina Griffin. Good morning and welcome to the broadcast. Hey, that's awesome. I almost want you to start working for me. That was an excellent introduction. Um, <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you for having I, me I on. It is a pleasure. Tina. <laughs> there you go. You know, we'll be talking right afterwards. Jess will be like, don't you dare touch them. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I might let you seal them here and there, but. That's so funny. <laughs> Jess, it's really cool to see you again, girl. Yes. Yeah, so we go way back. So. I don't think most people know that, but you should tell them how we first met Tina. I, you know what? Why don't you tell them? Because I don't know if I'm going to say something embarrassing, but I know we were like just barely out of diapers, it seems. We really met each other. I think fifth grade it was already. Se or seventh? Was it I, I thought it was middle. Oh, well, see, you see, it seems like first grade. Okay. Right. So you, you tell me what happened because I know your mom had a bunch of kids and you landed up in uh, right outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Right. Well, I just remember we were, I was out on the playground one day, I think oh, it was no. the second day of school and you just came up and were like, Hey, you want to be best friends? And I was like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I do. <laughs> that is where the trouble started. It's so funny. Um, and you know, back in high school, 20, 25 years ago, I'm trying to, in grade school even, gosh, it is about 25 years ago. It's crazy. Yeah. Back then, we didn't have the major issues our kids are having today. So I almost want to go back to, okay, so someone doesn't play with somebody on the playground and they feel a little left out. That's a lot better than where we are today. But I yeah, just okay. remember, I, I really miss uh, America and what it looked like back in the 80s. So I was actually playing a little bit of 80s before coming on here to bring me back to when I was 12 years old. I know. I, I spent yesterday reminiscing with friends about all the silly stuff we used to do, like, you know, when we sold corn that one time and, <laughs> and then we made cookies. You should tell the cookie story. <laughs> I will never forget the cookie story. Before we start talking about demon-possessed celebrities, let's just spice it all up, up a little bit with some fun <laughs> stories. Um, so, yeah, I remember you and I, your mom was having a garage sale and selling off a bunch of furniture. She was all excited. She's like, girls, you can come and help, but just kind of stay out of the way. I know how you ladies are trying to get attention. And you and I are like, let's show her how money is to be made, right? <laughs> so, That's right. So she had like furniture for 50 bucks, hundred bucks, whatever. It was a great deal. You know, all these clothes and, and, uh, and all of these unique items from her house. And so you and I go back to the farm, you know, where my, my mom was at in the kitchen. I'm like, mom, I need the kitchen for like three hours. She's like, okay, girls, what are you up to? Well, we bake away and I'm talking, we made the biggest sugar, sugar cookies that was, they were bigger than our head and we decorate them. And I remember you and I thinking we could easily sell these for a dollar a pop, man. Right, but you can tell people how many we made. I don't even remember. The it whole truck like, was. 
it was like 200 we had your whole house was like cool like they were cooling everywhere <laughs> and they were cooling every i just remember we opened the truck and we couldn't double layer them so we're trying to put all the seats down in there and i remember we had to run back to the farm a couple times to get them all in there your mom's right. like you're never gonna sell a cookie well everybody came to your mom's she's trying to make the cash your mom's shindig on the front lawn. They never made it past her cookie stand. They're like, can we have a half a dozen? I need a dozen for this thing coming up in three hours. We were sold them like hotcakes. I remember your mom thinking, what the heck is going on with you chicks? You're taking away my business. But um, fun times, that's the stuff we need for our kids today. You know, get out there, learn how to start your own business, learn how to bake, you know, communicate with people and get rid of the tech gadgets and just have some, you know, nice conversations with people in your front yard. So that's Let's go back good. to the 80s is what my theme is for today, it sounds like. <laughs> so, Tina, I really have to ask this question because you have such a unique mm -hmm. position. Knowing who Jesse is now, and did you have any clue? Was there anything different about her as a kid? <laughs> or was her posture that solid at that time? Uh, how much time you got for this show? If um, you want to go. Okay, her and I were very much alike in the sense that we could discern things that and I'm gonna try to toot my own horn here. We could just discern stuff yeah. that other people could not discern. We would like to put puzzle pieces together on if that's happening in our culture and that's happening, it's because those guys want to make cash and use our body as income. So we we started a Youth Alive group. Remember that in high school? We started that Youth yeah. Alive and, and teens were coming. So Jesse, I knew would go places when we were in middle school and high school, right off the bat. And that's why I think we clicked is because we were different in the sense that we weren't the popular, had all the things put together and were doing the cheerleading or the sports. Um, I could play a little bit of sports, Jesse could, but it wasn't our interest. It wasn't to impress people. It wasn't to get drunk at parties. It wasn't to have sex. It was what does God want for our lives? And we had that at a very early age. So Jesse, I knew would go places. I knew she had a ton of knowledge. I honestly didn't know how much knowledge she had about the witchcraft, sorcery, satanic garbage going on in our country and the globe until about three or four years ago when we talked about stuff over the years. But when Jesse shared for about a two hour time frame, I was in my closet because I did not, I put her on speaker phone. I was taking notes. I didn't want other people to hear about it, you know, hear it with my kids. I was blown away by the extensive knowledge she had knowing what was going on behind the scenes and it helped put my pieces together that I was working on. So Jesse, I'm just really proud of you. I'm proud about what you're doing with what God gave you. I'm proud about the fact that you're willing to put um, your life on the line, literally to expose what you're doing and God's going to protect you. Um, God's going to protect you every step of the way and it's needed and he's not done using all of us. So right. Amen. I wish we were neighbors. I know. Right. We need I, to be. Yeah. We'd have to have 24 seven security if that were the case, but, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, well, you do because God apparently does not sleep and he yeah, is the security, wanting to go. The security might not be for us. It might be for the other people who are neighbors around us. You know, <laughs> that's, that's about it. That's about it. No but, one wants uh, to mess with us, right? Yeah. So so tell us about some of the stuff as you've been developing your, your ministry the Lord's given you. Um, you've been really hitting hard with a lot of the satanic elite stuff coming out um how hollywood is is so involved in this witchcraft um but what are some of the things that you want families and teens to be aware of oh jesse uh more now than ever before because of covid and when i say covid it's 
COVID pandemic to get the great reset going, to kick off the seven year tribulation period, to have a cashless society where we all are chipped and really the elites want to eliminate the human population. That is their main goal. They hate humans. They hate life. That's why they're behind Planned Parenthood. That's why now today news broke from LifeSite News. They are having set up uh, pop-up clinics at Planned Parenthood for people to get an RFID chipped DNA changing vaccine at the very same depopulation demonic buildings where they're butchering babies. So there is a huge um, agenda behind the scenes. But when COVID hit and all this junk hit the fan, our, our ministry got bombarded. And I know many other people tell me, our ministry too, oh my gosh, we had to hire staff. So people, millions of people lost their jobs. But for the ministries exposing this garbage for the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years, we had to expand because people started to wake up. The real people that are woke had to wake up and uh, got it and started putting the pieces together and started bombarding us. So I went from a staff of one to two to four to now we have 23 and we're hiring two more people just because we cannot keep up with the demand of what the parents are wanting. And they are wanting to know how to navigate the pop culture chaos. Communism is the main goal of our country. China's wanted to overtake it for decades. They started a, uh, they wrote out 45 goals for the communist agenda to take over American soil back in 1963. Well, out of those 45 goals, 44 have already happened. That's what's insane. The last one is to fully take over our police force, which I believe is right around the corner. And we saw Mm -hmm. what happened last year. But out of the 45 goals, a good dozen are entertainment-based. It's about breaking down the family structure, making the man look like the idiot. You see that all the time in film and TV. Violence. We have violence in video games, violence on Netflix series, violence all over the place, apps, TikTok videos that are posted, pornography. We have little Nas X that just came out with the demonic Nike shoes. Now Nike is trying to sue him. Well, now he has a strip pole dancing competition on TikTok for young kids to send in their pole dancing routines to win $10,000. This is all the elites. And when I say elites, there's political figures involved. There are leaders in school districts. There's leaders in education. There's leaders and celebrities in Hollywood. And they all have a demonic plan to erode the foundational aspects of our youth and to take away freedoms on American soil, take away our freedoms, literally wipe out America as we know it. So because of those reasons, our ministry exists to expose their plan and then tell parents, you know, we can replace corrupt leaders right now, even though it's very tough because there's so many that got revealed in the last year. But in order to create change, we have to have upcoming leaders, millions of children, not just 5% that actually are homeschooled and know what's going on with our country, but 100% of our children in our country which atheists say they follow us and use our information to help their kids that understand the demonic plot. And right now, public education and the garbage they're getting from pop culture is teaching them that socialism, Marxism, communism is the way to go for our future when we have to cut it at the throat, behead those beasts and let children know what freedom is in America, how our uh, godly foundation started America. And then we can have future leaders running our country in all facets, being leaders that understand what America is, what their freedoms are, and how they can be used by God to make a difference. If we can do that, we can actually save our country. So Tina, you kind of jumped almost to the end because you you gave some marching orders there, but 
let our audience understand how you became aware of this. You leave your, you know, town of Wisconsin, you go to Hollywood, um, and, you know, obviously that you wanted to become an actor or work in the entertainment business. What were the first clues that you started to see that mm. woke you to what was going on, the reality of things? Jeff, that's such a good question. There were so many. The first thing I remember, the pressure that I felt that I was under, and there were so, there was probably a half a dozen, if not a dozen, situations where I felt very uncomfortable. And I was a no-name. It's not as though I'm talking about experience here when I first got there where I was on a bunch of movies and I had this extra pressure. I'll, I'll get there in a minute. When I first moved there, I thought it was glitz and glamour. I thought you got paid a big check. I uh, got to do a fun acting job and that was it. Well, when I went there 20 years ago now, when I even earlier than that, 22 years ago when I was 20 years old and I moved out to Hollywood, I took a um, movie role. It was, it was in a dancing scene. I was not, I was dressed decent, but I was there for two days and it was for um, Austin Powers, a spy who shagged me. I'm going way back. I'm trying to remember all these movies here. And I was on the set, did a really fun shoot for the first two days. Then they had me come back and they wanted me to wear a really mini short, uh, tight um, leather skirt. Now, I'm not kidding. You. It was probably four or five inches long. You could easily see my underwear from the bottom. And I get in there in the dressing room and she's like, hurry up, hurry up. got to get on set. And I throw it on and I'm like, I, I'm taking it off. And I'm thinking there's no way I'm letting anyone see what I look like with the skirt on. So I, I saw and understood the pressure because I personally felt it. The lady yelled in my face and I mean yelled and said, you will never work for us again. Then I knew they were going to call my agency, tell her, tell them why to even have her on the list. When I put my name on the list saying, I won't do nudity. I won't do pornography. I won't do anything scantily clad. They still sent me to set. That's what happened. And now I have this issue with my agent. So at a personal note, 21 years old, 20 years old, feeling the pressure, wanting to not be... Uh, fired from future jobs, but at the same time, not wanting to compromise what I knew was wrong. And that was very tough. About a year or two later, I met Brittany Murphy on Little Black Book. Um, we had a great conversation. She passed away back in 2009, December 26, actually. I was doing some research on her yesterday. I loved Brittany Murphy. Um, there was a major aha moment when I was working with her on set. We had a very good conversation, at least 15, 20 minutes, if not longer, while we're shooting that movie where no one was in this hallway situation by these stairs. Director comes said, okay, got to cut it off. We got to get back to the movie shooting here. But in that conversation, she said, she said you know, are you a starving actor? Are you, a, you know, working at a restaurant? I said, no, I don't, I don't do any, I'm not a serving at, on tables or anything like that. Um, what I do is speak about pop culture, media influence on kids. What's your name? And I told her, and she's like, I know about you. She goes, you are the one that exposes Marshall Mathers, Eminem and his lyrics to kids around the country. I said, I am. And we had a very good conversation. She said she felt guilty for what she talked about and did in movies and scenes that she enacted. Cause I asked her eight mile, you just got done rapping. How was the sex scenes? How were the drug scenes? Was it hard for you to even do that? She said, yeah, I'm a Christian. And I know what I'm doing is wrong but I feel like I have to do this in order to get ahead in the industry. So that was my aha moment that changed the course of my history in LA, where we need to be praying for celebrities, exposing what they're doing for pop culture and film and encourage parents and kids to pray for these celebrities because a lot of them don't want to be doing the roles they're doing, but they're forced to do them or they feel they have to in order to pay their mortgage off their mansion. 
and uh, they're selling their soul to the industry. And it broke my heart when she passed away because I should have asked her, how do you know for sure you're a Christian? How, how do you know for sure you're, are you born again? And that bothered me when I got the news that she passed away because I had that opportunity. But those were some aha moments where I felt the pressure and understood the pressure coming from the celebrities. When, when you're on set, um, obviously acting is, you know, taking on a different persona. And it's always been my contention that these actors, the successful ones, are actually really channeling something. Mm. Can you speak to that? Am I off base? No, you're not off base. Um, I have been writing about this for 20 years. Our website, counterculturemom.com, has a ton of topics. One is witchcraft and sorcery. If you search for it in the bar, you'll see it. You'll get a bunch of articles. One of which is Beyonce. Beyonce has said she's demon possessed right from her mouth. We're not having to look at, look at this music video and her eyes change at minute three and a half minutes in, you can tell. Or she's doing this pentagram looking Illuminati symbol. Yeah, she's doing all that. You can see literally the demonic presence in Beyonce, but she actually says that she's demon possessed. It is a uh, demon called Sasha, Sasha Fierce. She's been talking about Sasha for, man, a decade. We have a DVD that exposes a lot of this junk with these celebrities and the witchcraft right on our website. And uh, Pastor Joe Schimmel, it's a downloadable version. You can also get that. That literally is three hours of the best interviews and evidence to support that demonic witchcraft junk is actually happening and working through um, Satan's working through the entertainment industry to warp the minds of the masses. Another big one I always bring up when I speak and do live shows is um, the lead actress. I never know how to say her first name. Kiera, I think it's something like that, from um, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. People think it's a remake show on Netflix from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I worked on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That was a comedy that is nothing to do with 20 years later, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. She said on Jimmy Kimmel Live, the lead actress said, and I have this information, you probably can't find it anymore because it keeps stripping down stuff, thanks to big tech. Um, she literally said that they have witches, real witches come on set and make sure the seances and the occult activity and anything demonic that they're doing for a scene is the real deal. And that's why real witches are hired to tell the actors exactly what to do. Now you have millions of kids. This is one of the top watch shows on Netflix watching this garbage. There's even Riverdale season three has two babies being held over a fire for child sacrifice. This is in our entertainment. It's right in front of our face today. People just have to wake up and realize, and a lot of parents do not have a clue what today's entertainment actually contains for content. That is what our job is to wake up the masses and then help them navigate safely through the chaos. Yeah, I love that you bring that out and that's so true. And uh, tell our audience where they can um, find that information that you provide a lot of resources and direction for parents. And you have something new that you put out um, that really is a huge source for parents. Absolutely. This, and hopefully the reception will work for me because there's nasty storms rolling in. This is the counterculture mom app. Preface it by saying two years ago, after speaking for almost 20 years, now 20 years, I had a bunch of parents coming up to me, shaking me around the neck, some bawling, some panicked, but a lot of response after seeing the Hollywood Exposed show that I do, because I go through a whole gamut of today's entertainment. I heard too many parents telling me, 
If only I knew about that one slide with that one video game. My kid's now addicted, can't get him off. If only I knew about that one Netflix series last week. My kid is now cutting, suicidal, depressed, whatever the case is. I come home and I tell Luke, no more. I wish I could have seen a week earlier, two weeks earlier, three months ago. How do they keep in touch with me without just an email, which we have a newsletter set up that we set out, uh, send out. If you text the word guide, G-U-I-D-E, to the number 55444, you will get our free parent media guide loaded with hundreds of positive entertainment options to do a pop culture purge in your home and replace it with the good stuff. You will notice better grades, better communication with your kids, less depressed, less suicidal, um, getting together with friends and hanging out in person, having better conversations, better uh, self-esteem. I mean, the, the positive is endless if you are very careful with the media diet in your home for your kids. So after a bunch of complaints, we created the Counterculture Mom app. I am so excited about this tool. I know a lot of other people that talk about pop culture, but not the way we do. And a lot of them do not talk about solutions. We see so much negative garbage in news today. Okay, great. So that's happening. And it's, it's nasty. I mean, I'll just show you one thing. You guys might have already heard. We have, besides this one, infants are now used for the COVID vaccine. That's insane. That news just broke minutes ago. Yeah. And then we have this right here that'll blow your mind. It's graphic people. So if a kid in the room, just hide them for three seconds. This is in the curriculum for two uh, second graders in, in the curriculum sex ed for Connecticut schools. A and, girl and for, for the listening audience, because we're also on Podbean, I just want to describe what you just showed. Yes, yes. It was, it was a man, it was silhouettes of a, of a man standing with erect, with a little child standing right in front of his penis. It blows my mind. And then the other graphic content, I get, I, I get hundreds of text messages a day from concerned parents for I just a wide gamut. Then I shove it off to where it's got to go on our team. That's why I need two dozen people. I need three dozen. The, um, the issues that we're having is in for sex ed, just for two seconds, there are pictures now shown to elementary kids of literally blowjobs happening in the school books, um, threesomes, beheadings in public schools that have nothing to do with education. And even if that crap was out of there, the education is demonic. They took out a, our, our freedoms. They took out what uh, the Bill of Rights are. They put in socialism. They took out Nazi Germany because they don't want American children to know what the red flags are before Nazi Germany happened with the Holocaust, which I believe is what is happening right now in America. Is, People don't have a clue about the FEMA camps about the guillotines, about what this demonic administration and other leaders in our country are setting up for a major slaughter of American citizens. We have to be willing to die for our faith or be ready for the rapture and save every single person around us by sharing who Jesus Christ is right now because he could come back at any moment. The tribulation period stage has been set. We have who I believe is the Antichrist, but people have their different opinions. We have a peace treaty right now being talked about and formatted with the Pope, Pope Francis, who I think could easily be the false prophet. We've got Vladimir Putin supporting that. And we've got the leader of France, um, uh, Emmanuel Macron, totally on that mix. Those are the people to watch for. My point is time is running out. We have to watch what our kids are ingesting. So this app, 
The Counterculture Mom app is phenomenal. We have about 25 people that keep the content current. We have notifications every day. We've got freebies, goodies, giveaways, free entertainment that's positive, um, resource page on there. But our pop culture alert section blows through the roof because everybody keeps going to, to that section to know what is currently being released or what is going to be released. We have a very cool system where we find out ahead of the game, blast it through our app, and typically I see CBS or NBC, if they cover it, talking about our topics on our app two to three weeks later. Well, sorry, 17 million children already saw what yeah, you're warning yeah. parents about. How does someone get the app? Is it on the Play Store? Yep, it's on Google Play and it's on iTunes. And um, you can download it for free. And then we have a premium section. I highly suggest get that. It's five bucks a month, two of which Apple takes. The rest goes to help cover our costs for our staff. I don't get a dime. It all goes to our nonprofit. We also are looking for sponsors. If you want to sponsor my radio show on Salem, they offered me a 30-minute call-in daily program. I have 330 guests lined up, ready to go. We need 4000 bucks a month, and I have four $1,000 sponsorships. You'd be on 26 platforms, eight TV programs, which are huge. And then the rest are audio platforms with your live commercial and there's many other benefits. You'll be announced at my live shows. You'll be on our website. All that info, you can just email me at info at counterculturemom.com. Go to my website, reach out, and I can send you the two-page radio sponsorship form for that. So, and those tax dollars, you know, it'll, it's a tax write-off if you give and become a sponsor. And a lot of companies have a advertising budget. So all we need is funding. And we are ready to rock and roll on Salem. And that, that reaches close to three and a half million people is the potential audience for that. Yeah. You amazing. and I will talk off air. <laughs> oh, Jeff, that's awesome. Uh, also, yeah. I just want to, because someone might not have had a pen and paper. Uh, when you said text the word guide, was it five, five, four, four, four? You got it, Jeff. Thank you so much. Yes. Guide to five, five, four, four, four. And a little plug for this. Big tech is nasty. They are taking a uh, blocking a lot of people's emails. So please check your junk and your inbox. And when you get the last text, automated text, it'll tell you to add our email address, which is in the text, to your address book so you get it. Because a lot of people are telling me, I texted it in, I didn't see, and it drives me crazy. And there's nothing we can do about it. It is big tech blocking our emails. And you don't want to miss the series of emails that we send out to you guys when you text the word guide in. So just follow the prompts and you'll be good to go. Amen. All right, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. So well, let's I'm get so back to what happens in Hollywood because you know you have a, such a unique perspective. Uh, you literally were inside of Babylon, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> which I really do call refer to it as Babylon. Of course, all of America seems to be Babylon right now, uh, but Hollywood was the capital in in many ways, and we've talked about the channeling. Uh, when they release, before they release a movie, were you aware that they actually will put those films into vaults, into specific ceremonial rooms, and they'll wait to release them on satanic dates? That is wild. Okay, my first question before I answer that, you, you, you are for sure aware that that's what they do? Yes, then you just put another puzzle piece to my problem. We definitely have to talk off air. I am talking about stuff that I never talk about. It's so crazy. Um, I love it. Okay. So when I first moved there at Cal State Los Angeles, I got an internship to get off of campus two days a week to work on set. 
Well, one of the jobs I did was for a casting intern, well-known woman at Universal Studios where I worked as a casting intern. So when there was a movie coming out, I would help make phone calls. I would get the actors over there. I saw Johnny Depp. I mean, I was seeing people that I watched when I was a kid in all these movies coming in to read the lines for the upcoming movie. So I learned a lot as a casting intern. I don't remember which actor, and there were actually several, that told me in conversations I had with them that they would have demonic witchcraft seances. They didn't get into detail. They said in the Hollywood Hills, they burn out a part of the brush, that they do their demonic prayers or whatever kind of seance they do to decide exactly what you just said. These actors told me they would decide what program to air, when they would air it, and they would do it not on the air on the side of caution, let's keep the sex and drugs out of there, but what demonic presence they want in the movie to make sure the masses saw it and were exposed to it. And if we let that into our hearts and minds, there is demonic activity within us if we expose our heart and mind to that crap coming through the screen. So I didn't hear about the vault part of it, but I definitely was aware about the rest along with baby sacrifice. There was a lot of stuff I heard, not that I was there personally, that I knew of these people, why would they lie to me and say this junk is happening if it wasn't? I think it was God having me start getting the evidence. So today, 20 years later, I can say, mm-hmm, it's been going on for decades. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what, and when you look at, a, when you look at the US border right now to the South, listen, all they're doing is encouraging the supply. Yeah, that's what it's about. Absolutely. It's part of the demand chain for sure. And yeah, and and that stuff, you know, that stuff, it does go on. And, you know, all those big time actors and actresses, many of them have come out with different things, you know, that, that they are involved in the state you know, the Satan or Luciferianism, um, you know, we've even had people come forward and um, it, some of the older generation back, you know, who were in that scene back in the 60s and 70s, even through the 80s, you know, starting to come forward and admit some of that stuff that, you know, they did have witchcraft and things that they would do before the shows, um, you know, before the promotion of them, but you brought out a vital point that they, they do purposely want to connect not only children, but everybody in the home to specific demonic spirits. Yeah, that's what you call interference with and gentlemen. Jesse, are you back? Uh, our homes or our communities or our states or our countries to these spirits. And, you know, we've, mm-hmm. we've started a, um, we've got it on a website now, but uh, cover, uh, cover the earth.us. And we're asking people to go out and anoint the land and pray over it. And as they do, you know, we've got a map. We're having people send in the areas or locations where they've anointed the earth. And, um, you know, we're sending people out to take that dominion back. I I think that's so critical. And I know of several different ministries that do that. They like for our, where we live, (coughs) I'm trying to remember the name of the ministry. I feel bad, but if I remember, I'll, I'll pop his name back up where we live just South of Nashville 
there's a guy out of Texas. I have to find his website because it's great. He has these red or blue stakes that you're pounding the stake into the ground saying you're claiming it for Christ. And he sent me a bunch and I gave them to a bunch of my friends out here. And we went with the kids. There's Bible verse on the side. And mm-hmm. we took a hammer and each of the four kids pounded the stake in our yard to literally pray over the half acre, whatever we got here in the subdivision that um, God would protect us and block us from any kind of demonic activity. Because, you know, we're putting our life on the line, literally. I know you get death threats. I've received so many death threats. I had a knife robber in my home three years ago, almost wiped out myself and my four kids. Um, Went after him. He had a knife in the hand. I said, hell no. (laughs) That's what I basically said. And um, he pushed me down a flight of stairs. I chased after him. They got him the next day. It's a long story, but God protected us. But when we're sticking our neck out, we have a target on our heads if we're doing the right thing, but God's not going to take us out until it's our time to go. So, you know, we want to hear from Jesus when he comes back. Well done, good and faithful servant, not you slacker. What were you doing the last 30 years? That's right. And so we have to keep doing what we're doing. And the fact (laughs) is, if everybody did what they were supposed to be doing, and I'm challenging everyone listening to this, watching this, do what God's calling you to do. Because if we all band together, this garbage wouldn't be happening at this escalating rise. Our kids wouldn't be dying. Our, we wouldn't have drug overdoses as high as it is. We wouldn't have children pregnant at 12 years old. If we spoke up and did the ministries and did shared what God was calling us to do. So that way, if there's 95% of us with a target on our head, we can take down the bad guy. But when there's 5% of us, it's a problem. And if us 5% go because it's easier to wipe us out because we're the only ones talking and taking a stand and getting off the bench and in the game in the front of the battle lines, what happens when our 5% are gone? You're right. a sitting duck. That's so right. we have to band together and fight this junk. So pound the stakes in the yard, have the prayer with your kids. I homeschool my four kids. We have the Abeka online program for the older three kids. The youngest kid I teach face-to-face with the Abeka program, a godly um, patriotic, freedom fighting, um, education for our children. So if, if we are here long enough, which I believe that literally we don't have much time left, never saw it growing up as a kid that my kids would ever get married, whatever that means. But if they're here long enough, they're going to go out fighting, trying. And uh, like I said, just the Griffin clan is willing to die for the cause. So man, man when I was 10 years old, Jesse, I don't know if I, I know I told you, I don't know if you remember. I was in my bedroom. I don't even know what I was doing, playing with some toys or something in my room, nothing to do with um, Bible study or watching a program or anything like that religious program, but God like, and I wasn't saved till I was 16, but I know it was God. And he spoke to me and he said, I'm coming back for you. And I'm thinking, okay, coming back. He goes, you're not going to die. I remember those words. You're not going to die. And I'm like, I'm not going to die. That's cool. Good news. You know? I run downstairs. My mom is cooking in the kitchen. You could probably so totally set the stage because you know what my house looks like, Jesse. So I'm running down those stairs, uh, run to my mom. I'm like, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. And she's like, no, I hopefully you won't die now. And I'm like, no, I'm never going to die. Jesus is coming back for us. You know, my mom, you know, my mom, she's like, Tina, everybody dies. It's a fact of life. (laughs) You know? I don't know who you're listening to, but everybody goes, it's, it's part of living and dying. So I don't know what you heard. It was God. I'm like, it's, it was seriously God. And he said, I wasn't going to die, whatever that means. Well, I didn't know about the tribulation period. I didn't know about the rapture. 
meet him in the air, you know, second Thessalonians, none of those. I, I don't, rem- I didn't know what that was at all. And so she's like, okay, so if that was God and he told you you're not going to die, did he, did he give you an age? And I said, early forties, mm, 41, yeah. 42. Well, I am 43. So I have people digging my phone last year. Now we well, hang on a second. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, because I shared that story how many times over the years, but the point is, I believe I never saw my kids getting older and getting married. I saw them right about where they are right now, maybe another year or two max. But when you do the study of when Israel became a nation, 1948, you add the 70 years that Bible school is telling us at New Tribes of a typical generation back then, which was max 70 years, you got 2018. Smarty Alec, 12-year-old, oldest son, Jake says, well, then, mom, if we're not here for the tribulation period, which I don't believe we are, it's just our take on it, you have to take off seven years. I said, you're, you're right. Oh, my word. That, I'm sorry, 2028, not 2018, 2028. Take off the seven years, you're down to 2021. So we are looking, we are looking at literally, we are in the end of the church age. I firmly believe it. If we die for our faith in America because the elites take over before we have a chance to get out of here, I don't know. But I, from my personal experience and how God is in my life, he's a last minute God. I can see me heading somewhere I don't want to go. And God's like, okay, you've done your piece. You're out of here. So because of the urgency and because time is so short, can we stop what is currently going on? Because I get a lot of people ask me, can we actually stop the evil that's going on? We can't change the book of Revelation. We know it's going to get nastier before Christ comes back. What do we have control over? Making sure we're saved making sure our kids are headed in the right direction with being saved, leading our kids in scripture, sharing with the lost neighbors, because we don't know how much time we've got. And we don't know if we can stop all the political leaders that are around us. I think we should definitely fight for that, fight for our country, fight for our nation, fight for truth. But we don't want to get so distracted where we're posting 57 things on social media every day, but not talking to the neighbor across the street. That's right. Uh, exactly. So we'll, we'll, we're not going to engage in, you know, Christians have different uh, points of views on the timing and stuff like that. I'm going to agree with you that the, the time is near um, how it plays out. Only God really knows some of these things, but one of the things that Jesse and I have been really uh, preaching about on this broadcast is, we believe we're coming into a great harvest. God is actually going to intervene. He's going to give us a, a probably a short reprieve. Absolutely. And and that will be a, a good time on earth. Um, as the dark side of the cabal falls down, the light side is going to come up. Um, we don't have all the answers, but that's at least the, uh, the opinion that we have. Uh, going forward. But at the end of the day, we all agree it's going to happen. God's word will be fulfilled. And yes, it is time. There is no sitting in the middle right now. If you do not know Jesus Christ, well, we'll say a prayer for you, right? And you can say it with us right here, right now, you know. Let's let's do that, Jeff. And I, I actually completely agree with what you just said. I think there's going to be an aha moment where people are awake and uh, turn to the Lord. And I think it might come through major hard times. Because usually when people turn to the Lord, when they realize, I need God. Well, who is this Jesus that my neighbor's been telling me about? 
we need Jesus. And so I really think it's going to be coming through what is about to take place on, on American soil. I've done a couple of videos on what I think it is with the evidence I've gathered for almost three decades on our YouTube channel, Counterculture Mom. They've taken down a bunch of our videos, but a couple of the key ones are still up there. But I agree. I think it's going to be an aha moment for a lot of people. They're going yeah, to turn yeah. to the Lord because of what they see going on around them. Yeah. Amen. Uh, Jesse, would you lead a, a sinner's prayer for anyone who doesn't know Jesus Christ to agree and to become a child of God today? Yep. All right. Let's do it. So if, you, if you'd like to just pray this prayer with us right now. Lord, we just come. Your word says that all have sinned and all fall short of the glory of God. Your word says that the wages of sin are eternal death. But Lord, you made a way and your word says that you so love the world that you gave your only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have eternal life. And so, Lord, we ask for that eternal life. We give our hearts to you. We bring before you all of our sins and we ask that you would forgive them, that you would wash us clean and make us new. We pray this in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. 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 And if you just said that prayer, look, it, 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 it is a free gift from God. But I want yeah. you to do something special because we've never actually done this before on this program. What I want you to do is put your real name, not your handle, your real name in the comment box below and let us know and anyone else who reads the comments that you just got saved. Do not be ashamed of God. Do not step forward. Put that in and then we will actually have your name and we are going to sit pray for you afterwards and that someone else we're you know god's going to dispatch someone into your life who's going to help disciple you into his kingdom and to be effective in his kingdom because yes you do have to stand up right now amen yep that was excellent jess i it blows my mind how god did and kept us in touch after two and a half decades it just it blows my mind i knew it i knew it what but it just I mean, I, I can remember us talking. We used to have the conversations. We, I mean, we would talk about how we knew God was calling us both to speak, whether it was, you know, radio shows or conferences or, I mean, we used to discuss that stuff that we just had a feeling about those things that we would be speaking to mass amounts of people, sharing our stories. And I can remember that. I, me too. And it blows my mind how even over the last two years with you, girl, I, when I start getting text messages from dear friends of mine in Nashville saying, do you know this Jess chick who's on the radio? And then they would send me a link. <laughs> do I know Jess? Let me tell you something. Let's meet up for lunch and I'll give you some dirt behind the scenes. Um, that just blew my mind. And I just got bombarded right there in a couple of weeks in a row. So I'm like, she is really making some waves with Jeff. You guys just Thank you for all the hard work you're doing. And anybody tuning into this, God's not done with you yet. You're here for a reason. I would say take the mask off and start speaking boldly uh, the truth. That's another demonic plot. He wants to keep us six feet away for tech reasons, not because of a fake virus, at least the virus, the way they're saying it is. I believe it exists, but not the way and coming from what they are saying. It's a whole other conversation for a different show, but um, they want us to stay, stay separated. They don't want us sharing truth. They don't want us to join and form an army. So, uh, for those tuning in, ask God, what does he want you to do at the time that we've got left? It might be a week. It might be four months. It might be three years. 
Won't be much longer than that, I don't think. So I ask him what he wants you to do and know that God's going to provide the people, the funding, the vision and uh, make it happen because you've got one life to live. You might as well make it count and, uh, and not cower and uh, not be fearful because that goes against what God's word said. And if you have a pathetic pastor, I'm just going to tell you now, leave the church. Amen. If you have talked to that pastor and they're still pathetic, leave a church. There's a couple of great pastors who are actually being a pastor. I love Jack Hibbs. I think he's fantastic. And I can never say this guy's last name, but J.D. Farag, Farag from Hawaii. Fantastic. When you have a pastor talking about here's what's going on in culture and here's the word of God and here's how they fit together and here's why you have to pray and repent, you've got yourself a great church. So find that because we need that. There's no more uh, petty speeches and time for that. So wake up your pastor. If he doesn't want to listen and can't get to him and you have to wait a, a, a year to meet with the guy, find a church that will feed you and that you can feed into as well. That's right. Yeah, that's absolutely. Right. Well said. And we've been starting to do Sunday shows even, um, you know, talking about the, the really in-depth stuff and the things that the Lord is currently doing. Um and those have been amazing. That's that's so great. I People are waking up and I'm just praying that more pastors would not cater to the demonic plot of the enemy. And I can see how the enemy is making all these great things work together for evil, but God is exposing it. And uh, the enemy is very, very deceitful, very conniving. I'm thinking, well, we can just do this. And then I'm like, wait. The enemy did that to block that from happening. Mainstream media, I could talk another hour just on that. Don't tune in to mainstream media. Ditch it. Um, you've got to look at Epoch Times out of Texas, um, New Right Network, Right Side Broadcasting Network, yeah. Blaze TV, your show, Counterculture Mom Show is about to take off again on Salem Radio Network. Anybody on Salem, those are the places we can actual facts and then wake up your neighbor across the street that's still freaking out because he can't open his front door. They want us dead. They don't want us getting vitamin D from the sun. They don't want us talking with other people. So we're depressed. Killing the um, immunity system. Everything killing else. Killing the immunity. You might not be aware, but, uh, and, and I want to address something you brought up, but we're, we're building an army here. We have something called the SOS army. And so far we've got a bit of a Gideon's army right now. People are signing up and literally digital soldiers and, and we're going to partner with Counterculture Mom because we just Yay! love absolutely everything you do. But you brought up the masks and the social distancing. And this isn't something that I've ever asked Jesse on the air. Uh, but Jesse, in satanic ritual ceremonies, mm -hmm. do they wear masks and stand six feet apart? Um, not at the higher levels. Uh, some of the covens or smaller groups may do that. Um, that was not something that I grew up with where you would see the masses, um, when they have the children in the tunnel systems or the children that were being, you know, used for the trafficking, the sexual exploitation. Um, a lot of times, and people just cover your ears if you don't want to hear this part, but, um, you know, when they do the demonic revels where basically you know, they invite the demons to their sex orgy. Um, that is where they use the mass with the children. So um, that oh. in bestiality, so that the, the children can't cry out or make noises. That's where I saw those being used. 
Um, as to the precise, you know, it wasn't always six feet apart, but everything that you did at a ritual, whether it was entering, exiting, um, everybody had a precise position you had to stand in. Mm -hmm. um, all of that, you just learned to eyeball it where you knew exactly, you know, in relation to the very first person, whoever that first person was to take their position, you would know exactly where you needed to stand in relation to them. Um, so you kind of see that, that, you know, they're kind of giving those guide steps that, you know, this is where it's okay to stand. This is where it's not okay to stand. That's um, where I was going with it. Every store in North America, uh, virtually around the world has stickers on the floor yeah. now. Yeah. 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 Or the tables. Um, yeah. There's so, so many. Interesting. It, there's so many um, reasons for that, too. It's a control factor as well. But that is so true, what you just pointed out, some of which I did not. I was not aware. You saw stuff I didn't see. I heard, you know, I heard things that go along with what you're saying, but I didn't witness it with my eyes. That part of it. Um, yeah. Major control factor as well. It, I, I think out of all this, I am shocked at the number of people that are completely blinded yeah. in our country. Yeah. I am shocked. My worry is by the time they finally wake up, if they wake up, there will be trains involved with people being hauled off to camps. That's my main twist in my gut because that is all set up, ready to go. I could talk an hour just on that aspect. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. We so, our, our one video, my video with Good Dog called Supply and Chain, um, we showed videos of those trains uh, with people being loaded on um, in China. Um, so it, it is happening, people, it, um, and it is happening here in America. Um, I've brought out some of the things, you know, about the military. People, you know, saw those mass amounts of military vehicles being brought into places that that's not for protection. Most of those are empty inside and they're, they're transporting children. Um, yeah. It, there it's such a mess. And you know, where do you go with counterculture mom as a ministry? We had so many people last year that were saying, Hey, you know, what's going on with the COVID and what are your thoughts about vaccines? And you said this over the years, do you think this is happening? So it was very hard for me to separate counterculture mom, which is pop culture, which is literally enforcing and endorsing this garbage. But then you had the opposite side, health related, mask related, um, and all of the Illuminati related information where I just could not mix the two. So I hear what you're saying. They both go together. But yeah. I, one last thing I was going to mention with that. And you guys are welcome to check it out. There's something I'm missing. If you want to keep me alert, we'll send it to the right person on our team. But on our app, we just added this because I was speaking so much last fall at different rallies in Nashville. We had to add this. On our app, you're going to see when you download Counterculture Mom, you're going to see Save America. And if you go to Save America, we have a really cool section in here where you can sign up for our Truth Rising Facebook group. They no longer let people search for us. We're not searchable. They are shadow banning us. But we have thousands of people in there. We started last April. And the information that people have shared from their own area will blow anyone's mind if they want to really know what's going on. Sign up for the Facebook group. It's called Truth Rising. In the app, it literally will look just like this. 
That's the Truth Rising group right there under Save America. We have our newsletter sign up. We have updates of the real news, not mainstream media garbage that's supported by George Soros. And a bunch of reporters say the same thing like a robot. We have the newsletter going out weekly with updated information about the mask, about the vaccine. Lives have been spared because of Heather on our team literally sending out newsletters that we know about. There's many people warning the masses, keep at it. But we know about people that said, I'm not getting the second shot. I'm not getting any shots at all. Our whole family is turning down the shots just because of finding out the truth through our newsletter. And then, of course, we have a YouTube channel that's in here. And then if you want to support us, we have Join the Army, try to get America back on track on this section. So our app is loaded with all different things, very categorized, very organized for people that want certain type of info. But hands down, you have to have the counterculture mom in your your hands and you've got to get the premium so you can stay updated and have the power back in your hands not Hollywood with the hogwash or trying to shove down your kid's throat. You can decide, I want to kick that entertainment out. It's not coming in my front door, but that information I definitely want to watch this weekend. I want those apps on my kid's phone. I want those art projects for creating a masterpiece. I mean, we have like 25 affiliates with freebie stuff galore for our app users. So let's get positive in our brains negative out of our brains and then create counterculture warriors in the home so they can replace the corrupt political figures like Pelosi and Newsom, all in the same bloodline, all the same family, Como, our governor. It's time to replace and revive and refresh this country. Amen. Amen. And by the way, you you have our full endorsement uh, to the audience. We really believe in this ministry. We believe in Tina. We believe in everything that she is doing. I want to encourage each one of you to sign up for this app. I'm going to do it today. Uh, You know, join in, get involved because she's a trusted source. Uh, Just like this show is, you've been coming to this show for news, views, opinions, and attitudes, even ministry. Now what we're doing on Sundays and things like that. But we need more because you, we got to get away from the TV. You cannot let that satanic stuff that has been prayed over. And by the way, the music as well, Tina, I can tell you every single, every major music label has a temple room that they literally walk those master tapes into. And they will not release them until the right time, until they connect the right spirit with it. This is real stuff. And you have been asleep. It's been our fault. We take responsibility. Listen, I'm part of the church. I'm not labeling the church. I'm saying we, the church, have let this happen. I, I You are so right on. It is pastors, because I know a lot of right people on, in the church right on, are... Right on. <laughs> A lot of people in the church are trying to get the truth out there, but they are, I have hundreds of stories the last two years, traveling around, doing the t- different TV shows, people emailing us, telling us we're trying to tell our pastor this stuff is going on. They don't want to address it. And I yeah. think a part of that is because they are owned by the government. If you're a 501c3 and the church is telling you, or the government's telling the church, you can't talk about X, Y, Z, basically the entire Bible. You need to say, I don't need a 501c3. Now I am a nonprofit, but they're never going to tell me what to say or what to do. And if they do, I will ask the nonprofit. Um, but that is what the problem is with churches today. They don't have a backbone, most of them, because they don't want to lose their cash. However, pastors that are tuning into this, and if you're doing the right thing, and there are many that are doing the right thing, yes. but there are more that are not that, that I've experienced. And right. I've called a couple out. I've called a couple out and then I get, oh my gosh, you ripped apart that church or pastor. Well, I not ripping apart. I'm saying, don't go there. And here are the reasons why. So that's just my judgment on what I'm witnessing. If you're saying, get the shot, we got a problem. 
you're killing your congregation. You're not going to have an offering on Sunday. So with the cash, if pastors would actually share what God is telling them to share, like JD and Jack uh, Hibbs, if they're sharing that, what will happen as a result? Their doors of their church would blow wide open and millions would come in on a weekend because they are actually sharing the truth that people are wanting to hear. Will they care if they get a tax right off for their hundred bucks or $2,000? No, because they're getting the truth. So you are stopping yourself from the blessing of being blessed by cash. If that's what your motivation is, which it shouldn't be anyway, but a lot of churches are. So say the truth, ditch your nonprofit. If it comes down to that and watch God bless you as a result, you think God's really going to have your door shut as, as a, because of that? Absolutely not. He wants you to share the truth. And then motivate people to get out there and spread the truth and be motivated, to get involved with their school boards, be motivated to run for office, be motivated to share with their neighbors, be motivated, to create pop, uh, positive pop culture, get involved with their children, volunteer at a, a drug rehab facility, help the homeless on the street. My word, there's a lot of work that has to be done. Let's find churches that are woke, the true woke version and get busy because I want to make sure when Jesus comes back, I am busy doing what he called me to do. Not watching a Netflix series, a bunch of people having sex on the screen, not playing a video game where we're shooting up cops and he's coming back at any moment. And I'm not saying I am perfect at all. You know, every day I look back and apologize to somebody and I'm not joking. We are not perfect, but God has put on my heart. Please do what I called you to do. Don't worry about anything else. that's not in your lane and encourage other people to do the same thing. So well, a wise person who we rely on for Intel triple seven, we've named this person. That's a code name for this person. <laughs> uh, we can't give out his real name, but uh, he just said simply, God's asking, are you available? Absolutely. And you know, Absolutely. what's your answer? No, I'm watching Netflix <laughs> after the <laughs> yes. show. Uh, I'll be available. God, father, right. creator of heaven and earth. Uh, yeah, just a, just a second, um, you know, like, let's get real. And and the thing I want to add to that is my problem is the opposite. Luke's like my husband. Would you sit down and read a fun book? Can you please just hang out with me and watch a fun romantic movie? No sex scenes, you know, nothing major, nuts and crazy. I do have to research some wild stuff just to tell our people to run from it. But I have a problem of sitting down and relaxing and I need to do that. So we're not saying 24 seven burn candle at both ends, but when you have that relaxing time, you make it be focused on the Lord, have fun with the neighbors, have them over for dinner, that kind of stuff. Just to show you two last crazy images to go along with what you just said, Jeff, here's the garbage that Beyonce is pumping out in her lyrics. It says the following, our Instagram, you have to follow our Instagram is blown through the roof right now. Counterculture mom on Instagram. My uh, friend, Sarah, she's a guru with social media. Her and I are busting this out together. Quote, while I'm grinding on you, this is beyond sex. I'm high on you. If it's real, then you know how I feel. Beyonce, dance for you lyrics. She was at the Grammys, major winner a couple of weeks back. Billie Eilish, total demonic possessed celebrity. And our millions of children, even Christian kids are listening to that. One last little image. Here's the, the thing that's going on in my brain right now. God has been showing me, how do you mix in? Jesse knows me well. Here is uh, Bible verses with brooks and streams and uh, a woods with a beautiful verse in the front. That's just not how I roll. I roll by showing AI technology robot with the following verse. For this world is not our home. The elite's plan is to wipe out humans. And so I wake them up 
Then they go below and they find out how that's happening and how we can stop it and how we can pray for people. But this is the kind of stuff we need out there. You guys are doing a phenomenal job blowing it up. I mean, after today, I almost want to do like a weekly segment. But uh, you got me. You, you got me started. We should talk about that. <laughs> oh, we definitely want you back. You're on fire, and we are in this together, 100. percent Well, thank you for your support, you guys. And it's an honor being on here. And I just want to encourage parents: God wins in the end. Just remember that. No matter how hard it might get, no matter what we have to go through, um, don't take the vaccine, don't wear a mask, and pray. So. Amen. Well, Maybe we should get on next time and we'll talk about what real prayer is like. Yes. Sounds like a plan. I don't know about you guys. Everybody has their own style. I seem to pray throughout the day or talk to God, that kind of thing. You know, yeah, I, like it's throughout. We wrestle a lot throughout the day. You know, I, I usually don't win the argument. but <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, you guys are fantastic, and uh, please keep me posted on what I can do to help you guys out, your listeners, anything we need, and any listeners tuning in that know about dirt that any three of us should know about, you guys can explain how to get in touch with you to expose it, but we find out about a lot of this stuff through our app. Once you get premium, there's an inform us section, send us a picture, send us a text through there, and we blast it out to everybody with that app within minutes, literally 15 minutes, it's out. Well, I might be able to feed you some intel yeah. on that, particularly in the music business. So listen, you've, you've been listening to Right On Radio with Jesse. We've been really honored to have Tina Griffin with us, Counter Culture Mom. Get the app, go to the website, join in, um, text guide to 55444. You've got all the links. You're going to get in contact. You're going to get great information. Support the work she's doing. It's super important. Uh, and join in with us. Join in with our army, with her army. Look, we're all in the same army. We're in the army of God. And he has called you to get up off of your butt and to get involved. So remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. Yeah. Right on radio. Right on radio.